Hey, business baddie. Welcome to my podcast for entrepreneurs, where we chat all things business, have some hard conversations and plenty of ass kicking sessions. Why? Because I want to help you uncover where you might be stuck so you can live the life and business you deserve. I help coach thousands of women online every month to push past their fears and develop personally so they can come into the success that they have always been dreaming of. I'm really excited for the opportunity to do the same for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one. I'm going to warn you, I'm a little nervous. This has been some time in the making to get this podcast going, but here we are. I am Jessica Garcia. If you don't know who I am or anything about me, you're going to learn a few things. In the next couple episodes, I'm going to break down who in the hell I am. I'm an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur. Uh, So this podcast is for entrepreneurs, but this isn't like going to be an everyday podcast. This is your like real life. And when I say real life, trust me, when we're, we're going to dig into it. I, I promise you there are going to be some, there's, there's going to be some real shit talked about. So, um, let's get started. I wanted to kind of introduce myself, tell you who I am. Some of you guys are my OGs and I know you're listening and I appreciate it. And you've heard my story before, but some of you guys are new and I just want to break down some barriers because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be on the opposite end of having, having a successful business. And, and I don't mean successful in the terms of money, like how much money you make, but on the opposite end where you're struggling, I want a business. I have this great idea, but I don't know what to do with it. I've been trying everything. It's not working. So why the hell is it not working? So naturally we first, our first instinct is like, okay, I'm going to go and I need to learn strategy and I need to be better at social media and I need to do all of these things, people forget to look even further. So as you guys will learn, we are going to dig deeper into that surface level instead. I'm not, I mean, instead of the surface level shit. And we're going to dig in to find out what is really going on. But I'm also going to teach strategy stuff because you have to have both. Uh, A little about me. I was born, obviously, (laughs) by two people who I think in the beginning really loved each other. Sorry, I had to take a drink. But they were met with adulthood, just like the rest of us, being raised by parents who had issues. And their issues passed on to them. And and then my parents' issues passed on to us. And here we are. My parents were very normal in the beginning. Very, very, very normal. They both worked. They both were successful for their age. They bought their first home when they were 19. They had me when they were, I think, like 19 and 20. Um, they then got into owning their own business. It was presented to them by one of my grandparents. Next thing you know, multiple people in our, in our family owned businesses. And it just, that just became our world as kids. That's what we knew. The moms kind of like hung out, crafted, did all this cool stuff. 
they helped run the office part of the businesses, the men, they did, you know, the labor part of the businesses and they all own glass businesses. My family decided, oh, we're all going to open businesses. We're all going to open the same kind of business. I don't understand that what that was all about, but that's what they did. They all went into business separately and became their, each other's competition. <laughs> uh, my parents didn't handle it so well. My parents got a taste of what money was like. And this was, oh gosh, I don't even know how many years ago it was. I mean, I'm, I'm almost 40. Oh gosh, I'm, I'll be 40 in a couple weeks. This started when I was 10. Oh, that's simple math, Jessica. So about 30-ish years ago. And my parents started this business. They started to do very well 30 years ago, their first year, year into it, they made six figures. They didn't know what the heck they were doing. They didn't know how to spend their money, how to do these things. And quickly everything crashed. Um, it crashed because they decided drugs was a good idea. That that's the path that they chose. Like, Hey, we have a family. We have all of these good things going for us. Let's do drugs. <laughs> But it's not surprising because the parents that they both came from were alcoholics. So generational things handed along the line. And next thing you know, we had lost our home, our cars, everything we owned. My parents were sleeping three, four days at a time. I was about 11 years old. I was then taking care of my sisters. I had two sisters at the time. They were younger than me. I was the oldest at 11 years old without phones, without internet, without any of that stuff. I uh, made Thanksgiving dinner because there was no one awake or present or around to do Thanksgiving. That Christmas, we were picked up by our family because there was nothing. There was no Christmas presents. There was no Christmas tree. There was nothing. And this is coming from people who were very about tradition, very about family. We always had huge parties and gatherings, get togethers, our families, all of us cousins, aunts and uncles. We were always together all the time. We did all these things. All the, and then next thing you know, there was nothing. And like, okay, is it that horrible? We woke up without presents. No, some families have to endure that. And it wasn't because there was, uh, well, it was because there was a lack of money, but there was a lack of money because of my parents' choices. So then we were essentially raised for a while by drug addicts. We were taken away from our parents. We were put in different places, foster homes, uh, not foster homes, group homes with other family, ended up moving to a whole nother state. We grew up in big city, Arizona, and we moved to South Dakota. The population sign coming into the town we lived in in South Dakota said 52 people, 52, 52 people in the entire town. We were in major culture shock and we had to adjust to a new way of living. Um, we did not see our parents or really hear from them for about five years. And uh, a lot of, you know, that really affects you as a teenager or a preteen as we were. And then one day they showed back up. They showed up and they're like, surprise, we are clean and pregnant. Which I think I was the only child old enough to know that my dad had a vasectomy. <laughs> um, so surprise, we're pregnant. Surprise, 
who's the baby daddy. So that's, that's more for a different day. We're not going to get too far into that. I just really want to give you guys the gist of the struggle that I have been through because how in the hell can you relate to somebody or understand or trust anything somebody says when you don't know who the hell they are? And I've struggled with this in the past. So that's why I'm just breaking this wall down, telling you who I am, sharing a few of my struggles. So you can, so you have something to relate to. So you're, you're not giving yourself an opposition of, oh, well, look at her life now. Right. But look at where I came from. I still, I'm still not going to say I am the most successful person. I'm not, I am the most successful to me where I am right now. I love the amount of success I've had and I'm pushing forward to have more. I'm not upset about the success that I've had, but I would like more and I am striving for more. So anyways, back to the story. Um, they came around, they got sober, they were pregnant with another baby. We went back to live with them. They were like, Hey, we don't like South Dakota. Let's move back to Arizona. We moved back to Arizona. And within a few months, my parents were back in the same position. Drugs were their world. And at this time I was 17. I myself was pregnant, uh, because you know, wasn't there were there were not a lot of good choices going around along in our lives I made that choice and um gosh I can't believe it but that that choice is going to be 22 next month my oldest son so we came back I was pregnant I had a little sister who was about two years old we were living with my parents things went to hell drugs happened again I was then again responsible for helping raise my sisters and that was an ongoing battle. But here's the thing. This is where it got messy for me. I believed that my parents were my parents. My parents were my family. They were my blood and I needed to listen to them and I needed to love them no matter what. And I needed to endure all of these things that they were putting us through because that's what family does, right? Yeah, wrong. I am... I am so glad that I've been able to wake up from that since then, but it took me my entire twenties to figure out what in the hell life was really about and what I wanted my life to be about. I succumbed to, you know, my parents' life and what they provided for us and what they brought us into. And that's just how life was, right? No, I was dead wrong. All of the things that they had taught us were dead wrong. I didn't know any different. I did have a short stint with my grandparents that I lived, but I didn't really, none of those things were taught. None of those things were talked about. So again, all the things that were ingrained in me were just that they were, you know, just what your parents said. And you just went with it, I guess, or at least I did. So we were raised to beat the system. We were raised to beat the system, to get on welfare, to have free money, to steal, to cheat, to lie, because that's just how you got by in life. Because when you struggle, that's what my parents seemed to believe was the only way to get through. And so that's all I knew. And boy, was it all very, very wrong. Um, I can accredit my Photoshop skills to my mom who Photoshopped receipts that she found 
uh, in the parking lots to Photoshop them into bigger items to then go steal them in the store and return them with that fake receipt. I mean, we're talking in depth, like she was printing these receipts out on real receipt paper. And it was very seldom that she got caught. She did get caught a few times, but just to give you a glimpse of the things that we were taught as we were growing up, fun, fun, fun stuff. Anyways, I spent a lot of my 20s being very pissed and angry and why me? Why was I put into this family? Why was I put into this position? Why am I the one who has to take care of everything? I have to take care of my sisters. I have to take care of my parents. I have to make sure everything's going smoothly when they didn't have the money to pay their bills. I had to pay my bills and their bills. I put myself through beauty school with a baby and uh, it was really merely for survival. My success depended on my family's survival. So I didn't feel like I had a chance to be anything other than successful because who else were they gonna depend on? Uh, cue survival mode and codependency. <laughs> and that's how I spent most of my twenties. I ended up, honestly, I don't know how it really came about for things to change for me, but they did. They changed drastically. My, I knew something was wrong. I knew the way that we were living was not right. I knew the people that I surrounded myself with wasn't right. My actions weren't right. My anger wasn't right, but I didn't really know much different because we just really spent time with our family. We didn't really spend time with other people and our close family seemed to kind of bypass it. So it didn't seem that abnormal. Um, and that family ended up having problems as well. So how, how would you know? So with that being said, I really struggled a lot of my twenties, my thirties. I, I took a leap of faith on a mindset shift. I thought it was like voodoo, weird shit, affirmations, manifesting, all of that. I, anytime I heard that stuff, I was like, you are fucking weird. Like who does that? Mm. <laughs> uh, me, I, I do that now. But in the beginning, I thought it was like witchcraft kind of stuff and didn't believe in any of it because all I knew was struggle. And that was my entire life. And so if it wasn't a struggle, it just didn't feel right. And that's kind of a sad life to live. But I want to get into the deeper parts of how I change things around for myself. And it's going to take me a little bit of time. So I am going to save this for another episode because it gets really more in depth. And I really want to share the things that I was, I, I had to change for myself and for my family, because at the point I decided to change my life, I was three kids deep and 30 years old. And I knew that the life that I was living, I couldn't live it anymore because I was so absolutely miserable. So if any of this rings a bell, if you can relate to any of this, if it is any part of your past the same, hang on, go to the next episode, 
I'm going to talk a little bit more about, well, not a little bit, a lot more about the things I had to do to change and how any of this has to do with business. I'll see you on round two.